need to really keep in mind that there is a growing movement out there that wants to end all human life. Anyway, your children too will be fine. Such an ignorant thing to do if the Russians love their children too. The problem is that these people don't have children and know they don't love them. I hope the Russians love their children too. And they really do want to kill you all. And right, they could right. end up in nuclear silos. They could end up in positions of power. And we need to keep in mind just how dangerous the forces arrayed against us really are. You know, while we try to be as pluralistic as possible, we need to understand that they want to remove consent from everyone. Everyone. If you could end suffering tomorrow, yeah, probably anything is justifiable. Inflicting just about anything is probably justifiable. Imposing just about anything is probably justifiable. They are, the, I think, the truest and purest form of evil in the world today. And it feels really good that there are enemies because I know I'm on the, the right side. It's like you get to a Holocaust camp and you're like, oh, these guys are clearly the fucking bad guys. <laughs> you get to an FLS subreddit, you're like, oh, wow! You could not more clearly signal that you're evil, but they are growing and they're growing faster than us. Yeah. Yep. Gird your loins, ladies and gentlemen. Would you like to know more? So Malcolm, I'm not really sure when this is going to go live, but we are very rapidly approaching the end of the year 2023. This has been a wild year for us. Mm -hmm. Um, through the generosity of the survival and flourishing fund, a, a significant amount for pronatalist, um, advocacy work, which got us really tapped into the community, to the global landscape. We've spoken with journalists across the world, Germany, France. Politicians. Politicians. Thought leaders, yeah. Just individuals. It, it's been wild. And I, I came in with a very different perception of the forces arrayed against pronatalism that I have now at the end of the year. I came in thinking the forces arrayed against pronatalism are just it being hard to have kids, it being expensive to have kids, it being mm -hmm. daunting to have kids, the regulatory load being too high. And those things matter. But what I'm realizing is really at play, and this is something that came up at the natalism conference in Austin that we attended in December and spoke at, was it really what this is, is there is a growing, there's a war on the horizon. And it is between people who are pro-humanity pro-existence, sentience, life. I'm not saying pro-life like anti-abortion. I'm saying pro-life like I like the fact that things exist and feel and, and anti-life. And this is something that we first got the rumblings of in like various off-the-record salons and dinner parties we were hosting where we would bring up demographic collapse and pronatalism among major leaders, investors, politicians, influencers, etc., in a common, the most common pushback we got, it was never any of the things I thought were the big bags, bads. It was never expensive, blah, 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 regulatory, blah, blah. No, it was, but wouldn't the, wouldn't the world be better off without humans? And we're like, wait, what? Wait, what? Uh, but, but this is an undercurrent within a lot of antinatalism. And it's a much bigger and more philosophically robust undercurrent than I think many pronatalists give it credit for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's it is logically consistent. And in in the frame of modern progressive urban monoculture society, it is the logical conclusion 
Because so, it is a negative utilitarian mindset. Yeah, if you're interested in going into our deep dive on negative utilitarianism, why we are not negative utilitarians, go find our video on negative utilitarianism. Just so people know, whenever I mention a video in one of these videos, typically up here, I'm, I'm going to post something which will appear like a little link that you can click if you're on YouTube, which will take you to that video. And I often also at the end of a video, include in the recommended videos, the videos that we have been talking about in that particular video to make nice. it easier for you to find them. Yeah. And in this one, I'm almost certainly going to include, if I remember, the, the video on negative utilitarianism. So, you know, these these are individuals who essentially believe that while negative emotions are a thing of negative value, positive emotions are not a thing of positive value. It's not as insane as it sounds if you go into it in detail. But this philosophy is the core philosophy of the antinatalist movement. It is not mm -hmm. the environmentalist philosophy. All of that is sort of ancillary. Like, yes, environmentalism is nice. Like, yes, some of the other things. But if you look at, Eph like, Ephelis, right, which is one of the core players in this community, which we'll go into in a second, or if you look at, like, negative utilitarians who we have debated, they actually don't want humans to stop existing right now because we don't yet have the capacity to kill all animal lives before we kill ourselves. Hmm. And so they want to ensure that we can do that so there's not a risk of some other animal coming to evolve into humanity or the horrible things that are happening in nature all the time. And they're right. I mean, nature is a horrifying space. These are not logically inconsistent communities. Although we, we do have to, to divide it up. And, and this is something, so Malcolm's referring to Lawrence Anton and company, a group of antinatalists based in the UK who are among the leading antinatalists. And they're, they're both very logically consistent and reasonable. They're the ones who hold the view that they want all sentience to end because all sentience is suffering. And it is very logically consistent on their end to be like, man, have you like seen how animals die? Like it's way worse than, you know, like there's a lot more suffering units going on there than like the human suffering units. If we're looking at this, practically speaking, especially in developed well, societies. Like the EA community and shrimp. Yes, but then there, there is, there are also the environmental antinatalists who just think humans are bad. The human um, extinction movement. So, I mean, let's talk about some of these. Let's pull up the human extinction movement website. Okay. So let's see what they say. So they're called the Voluntary Human Extinction Movement, if you want to look at this. And they say on their website, phasing out the human species by voluntarily ceasing to breed will allow Earth's biosphere to return to good health. Crowded conditions and resource shortages will improve as we become less dense. Hmm. I love how like underplayed that is from voluntary human extinction. See what's been happening lately in the movement. They're talking about how they were interviewed recently in the movement. They're talking about Elon Musk, who they hate. Of course. Uh, the, but some environmentalists have gone so far as to thinking humans are bad. And of course they don't like that. Hmm. This, so this is, this is, you know, it, 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 it is one of the larger movements. It is an environmentalist movement. But and I it think it's the most consistent like when when people at those salons we've hosted have said wouldn't it be better if humans didn't exist at all they are they are in this group and i think this is in terms of people who don't put thought into this and that is the majority of people they're in this group that yeah, is not all life is bad is dumb yeah but it's but also like the for, and keep it again most people don't put thought into this most people who aren't putting thought into this are just tacitly assuming humanity bad, humans evil, corrupt capitalism, blah, blah, right, blah. Right, which is different from the negative utilitarian group who want all animals dead. But who are also very thoughtful. Them. They're in that, they've yeah, like, they're, they're thought very thoughtful. This. And this is where people are like, well, if you say that they're thoughtful and everything like that, yeah, but our views are also logically consistent. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. We are trying to create a diverse and flourishing human empire, and they are trying to extinguish all life that exists in the universe. <laughs> Who's the baddies? 
Like, this is not difficult for me to figure out who are the bad guys here. I've just noticed something. Cowards. <laughs> Have you looked at our caps recently? Our caps? The badges on our caps. Have you looked at them? What? No. A bit. They've got skulls on them. <laughs> Have you noticed that our caps have actually got little pictures of skulls on them? I don't, so... Hands. Are we the baddies? I am happy that I happen to live at a time in history where so unambiguously there is one group of good guys and one group of evil guys. And, and keep in mind, you know, being part of this pronatalist community does not mean you have to have kids. It just means that you work to support what the movement is doing. There's many ways that you can do that outside of having kids yourself. But it is which team are you on? Are you on the death to all things team or are you on the, you know, let's let's improve the quality of our species let's improve the living quality of our species let's improve uh, the amount of suffering that's happening in the world where we, you know, we don't think suffering particularly matters but on the margin it's pretty easy to improve at this point but you wanted to say something Simone? well i mean honestly though like you say that like it's so unambiguous but i have moments where i feel like i'm so gaslit by society about all this stuff where like I do find myself questioning and I think you know a lot of and I'm like wait like wait is humanity really we like I like I lose the plot because I'm also like in any social situation I'm I'm like an LLM I'm just trying to like give whatever response and, and follow whatever reasoning like pleases the crowd the most and I, I really do feel like this is how many people may have felt in Nazi Germany when they're like we Wait, should why do we hate Jews so much? Yeah, they're like, but but like, haven't you seen what the Jews do to society? Haven't you seen that everything that's terrible is their fault? Don't you understand? They're the only thing standing between us and the perfect society. And and like you're sitting there and you're like, this can't be right, but you're making me feel really bad. Like you're acting like I'm the baddie here. And like that's the thing, is is I do feel like this very large and growing proportion of society is just like, well, it's so obvious that humans are the bad guys. It's so obvious that we need to get rid of all humans, that a lot of people are being gaslit. And again, this is the people who aren't well, I mean, much thought into it. Follow on from what these groups have done before. So these groups, as a form of penance and a form of status signaling, they have increasingly, you know, to status signal to their community, talk about how bad their group is. And, you know, this started with white people are evil, you know, um, white people are evil, or America right. is evil, America yes. is evil. Yes. You know, if they're Americans, they can say that and that grants them status within their community because it makes them look like introspective and humble, even if they don't understand really why they're saying what they're saying. And so, this has just expanded outwards and outwards and outwards to mm -hmm. humans are evil, where the larger an in-group that they are targeting with their this group is evil rhetoric, the more that they gain status within these communities. And so it, it's just a natural descent from that. In addition, it removes more responsibility from them. If humans are evil, then they can do whatever they want. But I want to go over, you know, like, let's just go to the Ephilism subreddit right now. Like, okay. what are these people talking about? Because I think oh, that people, God. this is a life spelled backwards. They don't really understand how extremist these communities are. So the top vote on Ephilism right now is a poll that says, seriously, why are there so many antinatalists obsessed with consent? And the oh, poll they're citing is, what will you do if 99.99% of people on earth accepted the truth of antinatalism in the future? 
And then it was, you know, a, a portion, 22% said use democracy to sterilize them. Wow. So they would use democracy to sterilize the people who were going to plan to keep having kids. 9% said verbally bombard the 0.001% until they accept antinatalism. And then 63% said leaves the 0.001% alone, even if they end up repopulating the earth. So this is a constant problem with them. It's consent is a problem with them because they are a totalitarian movement. Like the pronatalist movement doesn't really care what antinatalists do, right? Like they're removing themselves from the gene pool. Yeah. They are removing themselves from the the cultural pool. They don't need them to do anything. Yeah, we don't care. Like, we are a genuinely pluralistic movement fighting for pluralism. They are a totalitarian fascist movement that wants to take away other individuals' rights. Well, no, so here's the thing is, again, like, Lawrence, Anton, and company, like, that group of antinatalists very vehemently believes in consent. And it's logically consistent with their views because... They're very against causing human suffering, and I'm not just you're, you're I'm, drinking the Kool Aid. You're not. Well, really no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I, let me finish, okay? I because I, I understand what you're saying. They, but they, they do really. They feel deeply morally uncomfortable with the idea of doing anything that causes more and unnecessary suffering. However, in the end, they, I think, know that there will be no way to actually achieve their end with consent that you cannot convince everyone to do this. You just can't. Well, and, and so in the, the end, there is no choice but to take away your autonomy. Yeah, but- Here's the short video by one of the leaders of the antinatalist community. Yeah, so look, in the interest of the end, if you could end suffering tomorrow, yeah, probably anything is justifiable. Inflicting just about anything is probably justifiable. Imposing just about anything is probably justifiable if you can end it if you if there's literally you can guarantee no more ouch ever again then there probably isn't a big enough ouch you could make that wouldn't be justified in the interest of that end probably by any means necessary like if i found out tomorrow that the only way that you could that sentient extinction could possibly happen was skinning all the living things alive slowly i'd hate it um, but I would probably, I would say that it's what we have to do. I'm totally, I'm, t- I'm totally on board with the idea that, that the, the only thing that really matters is the suffering coming to a finality. So th- yeah, any, anything in the interest of that, if you can guarantee that even, even despite whatever imposition or, or nastiness might be necessary. What's interesting about this poll, it does show that still 63% of antinatalists, now keep in mind that means a lot don't feel this way, 63% still wouldn't force that last 0.001% to be infertile. Yeah. So, so, well, you And know, I think that's, you know, when you look at, and, and when we talk about in the Pragmatist Guide to Life, objective functions, you know, like what are your inherent values? You can have a, a basket of objective functions. And I think what you're looking at is there's a segment of the population here that you know, holds a bunch of different values. One of those values involves consent and not coercing people into things. And that ranks a little bit higher than exterminating all sentience. So, you know, for that group, that matters. Whereas for the other group, exterminating all sentience and all suffering is more important than the inherent value of of consent and, and, and non-coercion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so, you know, and I... <laughs> Uh, so here's an example of another Ethelist top post right now. Oh boy. If you think you are a failure, think about whatever it is that is responsible for the creation of the universe. You will never be as bad. 
God is always God, what a douche. Yeah, I almost want to do a recurring segment where we just talk about whatever Ephelis are talking about these days. It's like a... What's what's going on in that subreddit? So another website that was brought to my attention recently is Stop Having Kids. So stophavingkids.org. And they seem to be like the most officially looking website within the antinatalist movement. I don't know. Um, if official includes uncanny valley nonsense, that is some weird Well, they do. Stuff. They are not as competent as pronatalists, but uh, the IQ of antinatalists isn't as high as pronatalists. I mean, keep in mind, the, these, as we say, the greater replacement theory that the intelligent autists are going to replace everyone else because that's mostly within <laughs> the pronatalist movement. You know, these are, these are people that are, and this is something that Dutton pointed out on our show, when you have one thing that's a genetic problem with you, you're likely to have a cascade of other things hmm. so you know if you're low iq you're less likely to be attractive and you're less likely to be happy you know outside of the highest levels of iq where you do get some depression issues but you know even still like these individuals are just not fit individuals and are dealing with a lot of mental internal stress and that and is so something that even that people within the movement are like this is a really big problem like there are just a lot of very depressed people here well, and so I'd point out, and what I'm what I'm pointing out here is the pronatalist movement is much smaller than the antinatalist movement right it now. It is. And, yeah. and the amount of funding that we have is much lower than the amount the antinatalist community has. For and yet reason. you look at their websites and they look like, you know, the first one, the Voluntary Human Extinction, I'll, I'll post a picture of it here. It's literally like an all-text website. Yeah, what on earth, guys? Um, and then if you look at the Stop Having Kids, it's a bunch of Uncanny Valley, like, AI art stuff. Mm, nightmare um, Fuel. It, it is genuinely nightmare fuel. Like they couldn't find anyone who wanted to be publicly associated with this. Well, the thing um, is though, like all they had to do was go to what I do. I love it. Pixabay. It's a, a free website that has royalty free, like public domain stock images, you know, with the, they could have gotten everything they needed there, but instead they're like, I'm just going to use AI to make the creepiest image possible. So they've got things like make love, not babies. You can't up. <laughs> Just the fact that someone would the best to way to avoid hell is to never love. be born. Oh boy! Be a voice for the childless. Use your voice to speak speak out against procreation. Aren't distractions wonderful to have? But why bring someone into the world when you to distract yourself from how bad life is or something? But um, I, I mean, I agree with that though. Like again, like I don't think I'm a, I'm super okay with with antinatalists convincing people who are. Are, are you know deeply unhappy people who wouldn't be good parents to not have kids because they shouldn't have kids well and you know they're like funding like billboards and stuff if only we could well i guess we would never spend money on something so wasteful like people often do not stop to question having children before opting to procreate what's interesting is we agree with them on a lot of stuff like i mm -hmm. agree with that mm -hmm. we want to change that by ensuring that people consider the option of not reproducing as valid rational and responsible in an ethical lifestyle yeah so yeah let's get rid of these people like i mm -hmm. agree with this if you look at the top of their website it's we want a future where creating biological children is no longer an expected norm or something mm -hmm. most people casually do without putting substantial thought and investigation into it. Where do I donate? Yes. We completely agree with this. We want that future too. You know, maybe uh, I can just contribute by giving them better images. <laughs> no, you, you should say, Hey, I'll take over your website for you. I'll make Let it. Let me like help garbage. you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, well, hold on. Let's, do you want to do more ephilism? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hit me. Okay. Well, this person's like, I'm a happy person and I'm an ephilist, right? Because it is some people say that ephilist Redditors are just depressed people projecting their pessimistic worldview. Well, I still hold the argument that, you know, it, it, they're like, that this is prejudice. 
And it's like, well, yeah, except realistically, the reason why this is one of the top posts here is because the vast majority of Ethelists are not happy. And, and, you know, even one of the posters on here says, is it really pure prejudice? Though, if a high percentage of the posts and comments on here are from people who obviously are upset, distressed, <laughs> depressed, or even mm. wrathful. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like being like, oh, like I'm a 10. I'm an, I'm an extremely attractive <coughs> and smart male, but I'm still MGTOW or like I'm still blackpilled. Like, okay. Oh, <clears throat> got to leave this sub, somebody says. So let's see why they're leaving. Okay. Militant veganism is too much. Militant uh, veganism. Oh. I, I, yeah. So they're just being constantly attacked by their own community. Oh, um, oh, I see. Yeah. It's so what know. I am going to say though is, as uh, when we had a debate with two antinatalists, they took us to a legit good vegan restaurant. Oh my! I didn't know you could do vegan food that good. So it's not all bad. They're Ooh, great people. This is an interesting one. How should an ideal ethylist live with an average IQ? No, no, that's not that interesting. I guess not much aside from not reproducing. If you still want a family, adopt a kid. Except they never adopt kids. The people who adopt kids are always pronatalists. I think we've been, I, I asked on Twitter and someone gave me one person. One person. So there was one once. One person who? Adopted. One antinatalist who adopted. Yeah. Yeah. But but vast majority, if you look like genuinely at the people who adopt lots of kids, often they have lots of kids as well. Oh, no, no, no. The, the biggest adopters are pronatalists who like already have a ton of kids. And this is so common. Like if you watch Dream Home Makeover on Netflix with this like couple that I think they're a Mormon couple and they like redo the houses of really wealthy other Mormon couples who have a billion kids. Mm -hmm. Like it's super common to see like they've adopted some. Same with like if you go on Instagram and look at really large families, like uh, a, you know, one or two, or even sometimes even more of the kids are obviously adopted. Like it's crazy. By the way, speaking of people who are like, oh, antinatalists aren't depressed. The FLS aren't depressed. So here is the number one post on the FLS subreddit right now okay. uh, for the last month in terms uh -huh. of upvotes. It's stupid how we're told to quote unquote toughen up when we struggle with life. But at the same time, we're not allowed to kill ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are, who says they're not allowed to kill themselves? Yeah, and this is interesting. I mean, there are, they are true that society largely says they're not allowed to kill themselves, but not us. I mean, we run the pronatalist movement, or we're largely seen as running it, and we are hugely pro people killing themselves. Like, existence is a choice, but it's a choice you make for yourself and yeah. not for other people. Yeah. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? What are you waiting for? Fuck you! Yeah. Um, well, and it, it's a choice you make for yourself with knowledge and, you know, time and thoughtfulness. You know, we. I, I don't believe in impulsive suicide and I don't, you know, think that th there are some people who are not of sound enough mind to make a good decision on that. Front. Here's another one of the top posts. You have to be somewhat blinded to the truth to stay alive in this hell world. 
Life is all about pointless suffering and chasing pleasure to get temporary relief from suffering. Then you pass on the torch to the next generation so they can repeat this cycle. If you manage to do that, then you quote unquote won at life. Like, <laughs> so I love this idea that life is all about pointless suffering and chasing pleasure to get temporary relief from this suffering. It's like, speak for yourself, motherfucker. Like, and that's, and that's the core reason that these people are so unhappy, I think. Mm is yeah for them that's really what life is all about it's about this pointless chasing it's about this pointless chasing and 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 they because that's what they think life is about you know the Mm. children for them are just another source of masturbating their own egos and their own self-worth and their own happiness they do not understand as one of my favorite comments ever underneath our own channel stated it was why are you worried that the future is going to be a worse place? Why are you trying to make the future a better place if you are not personally going to get to experience it? Oh. <laughs> this, I think, is the core difference between meaning pronatalists and antinatalists is this idea mm. of that's the point. The truest form of happiness, the form of happiness that you personally have been unable to achieve yourself comes from meaningfully living conscientiously and intellectually sound value systems. Mm -hmm. When you know what's right and what's wrong, and when you live by that value system, and you don't have some sort of doubt, like it's not something that's meant to just justify what you wanted to do already. When you are making actual sacrifices, both intellectual and personal, to make the world a better place, and you see success in those endeavors, Mm -hmm. that creates a form of happiness that is more indelible and more persistent and more genuinely fulfilling than anything these antinatalists can feel mm-hmm. because they aren't living in that world. And so they likely have really never experienced true happiness. Yeah, but let's so let's let's talk about the the broader issue, right? The coming war. Because I think this is this is what matters. And I do think that a problem that we will face with the pronatalist movement is that a lot of people who would otherwise who really probably want to have kids who, who would be, tend toward that lifestyle. Like, look at me, right? Like I was raised in a very antinatalist society. Um, you know, no one, no, none of the girls that I was friends with ever planned on being mothers or planned on getting married. Mm-hmm. It was just not like part of life, right? You, you maybe started a business and all this other cool stuff and you travel and have fun, but like you weren't going to become a parent. I do think that this growing divide of like humanity bad versus no, let's have kids and families is going to be something that picks off a lot of people who would otherwise be amazing parents, love being parents, raise awesome children, you know, really enjoy this. And people who will be a lot more miserable without that lifestyle. You know, how, how do we, how do we deal with that? Like as, as perinatalists, how do we head that off? I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to our education reform work, right? Like giving people a different pathway to become empowered professionals. We need and to take adults. them out of the existing cultural framework because the existing cultural framework is toxic and what leads to this. The yeah. dominant, the virus, the cult, whatever you want to call it, it is what's causing this. Yeah. And it is what is nurturing this. You know, I went to the most voted FLS things in the last year. Okay. To get an idea. And they have a meme where it's a crying guy and then Chad guy. And crying guy is saying, but to eliminate all suffering, we would have to destroy the earth. And then Chad guy is saying, yes. And it's titled Beta Philosophers versus Sigma Ephelis. 
Okay. And the first comment there is, but what about consent, you know, in silly letters, right? Mm. And under that, it says, says people who impose suffering and death on every future generation without consent. <sighs> like this, this is genuinely the stuff they think. The next comment here, which I think is really interesting because it shows just how disgusting these people are as human beings is so they see, you know, Chad guy was a beard and everything like that being the good guy in a meme. Mm -hmm. And they say, the idea of this meme is good, but the execution is disgusting. Memes teach that this dude with the beard on the right is always the reference asshole, racist, sexist, homophobe, and so on. Putting the ideas of ephalism into the mouth of assholes is wrong. Oh, <laughs> They are so extreme that they see the guy that like everyone considers the good guy in these memes, the based guy in these memes. And they're like, they just associate it with evil because they're living this like childish pursuit of the the most infantile perspective of what good is and what oh, evil is. Golly. Well, yeah. All right. So if this is the growing war, I guess the answer does come back to what we've been discussing in so, 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 so many posts, which is just, all right, then we have to opt out of this. Just opt out. Educate our kids separately. Build yeah. separate economies. Get out. Protect yourself while you can. Yeah. And and eventually, wow. uh, you know, if these people do become a threat, if they do get access to AI and stuff like that, they can do what they want to do, which is Venus or destroy the planet. Uh -huh. We need to really keep in mind that there is a growing movement out there that wants to end all human life. You know, that song where he's talking about the Soviets and he's like, you know, if they love their children, too, they're they're not going to end the world. Anyway, their children, too, will be fine. problem is that these people don't have children and know they don't love them I hope the Russians love their children and they really do want to kill you all and Ruh -ruh. they could end up in nuclear silos they could end up in positions of power and we need to keep in mind just how dangerous the forces arrayed against us really are and we need to as judiciously remove them from any position that they could use to destroy all life and remove consent from other individuals as quickly as possible because you know while we try to be as pluralistic as possible we need to understand that they want to remove consent from everyone everyone they are the i think the truest and purest form of evil in the world today and it feels really good that there are enemies because i know i'm on the the right side it's like you get to a holocaust camp and you're like oh these guys are clearly the fucking bad guys <laughs> you get to an fls subreddit you're like oh wow you could not more clearly signal that you're evil but they are growing and they're growing faster than us yeah yeah gird your loins ladies and gentlemen and malcolm glad that i'm marching into the future with you it's sometimes a little scary but uh well goodness. i got somebody has my back to the shield you you always protect this family and i really appreciate that because i would not be able to take the aggressive moves that i am taking as an individual if you were not protecting us no well, we won't escape the darkness unless you aggressively march us toward the light so thank you very much Milk shield and sword marriage there you go yeah <laughs> love you